All right, welcome back to the Vibe Era podcast. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, um, today we are going to be talking about school, going into new grades, going into high school. Um, I, a lot, uh, I've already talked about first days a little bit with my girlfriend Tara, but I do have a list of questions and stuff that I want to discuss in today's episode. But before this gets started, don't forget, you know the drill. Grab yourself something cold to drink, grab yourself some snacks, and enjoy the vibe. So anyways, um, but first I want to talk about uh, what is the Vibe Hour Podcast. So the Vibe Hour Podcast was an idea I had to kind of have a, I want to have a podcast where we could talk about relatable stuff, things we all go through. I also wanted to be a little bit motivating. Um, and just relatable, and I just want it to be fun at the same time. So I want to have some laughs, have some serious moments, have some motivational moments, have some interviews in there. Um, I just want it to be just relatable, and there's going to be episodes where you might be very interested in, and then there might be episodes you might not be as interested in. And that's fine too, because I want it to be, I want to have um, a wide variety of people who watch my podcast, and as soon as I can figure out which episodes do better, and what kind of topics you want, but you, uh, you can comment down below in the comment section of what you want to see, which is going to be really helpful as well. So anyways, that's a little bit of background information on the Vibe Hour podcast. I'm trying to look right in the camera to give you the best feeling that we're just here. We're hanging out. That's another thing that I want to feel like we're hanging out. We're just hanging out, having a discussion. I mean, obviously, you're not discussing with us but you're listening and in the comments you're giving your feedback as well so it's just gonna be helpful i got the wireless mic on today so hopefully the sound quality is good i mean the quality was really good in the first episode second episode good because they did on the blue yeti but yeah i'm still trying to figure this out so bear with me anyways so let's get into our discussion i don't have a segment planned for this episode so we're gonna dive right into the discussion and the first thing is, what advice can you offer students who are starting a new grade and may be feeling anxious about potential bullying? That is a great question. Um, I, th- I feel like when you are starting a new grade or, or even a new school, it can be very nerve-wracking. Um, more so a new school, I would say, with the potential for bullying because if you're switching schools this year or you're going into high school or, you know... You're worried about uh, kind of what other people would think of you. And my advice is just be yourself. Don't really worry about what are, what are other people going to think of you. At the end of the day, it's what you think about yourself. Um, I feel that those friends, the people you need in your life, the people that you need to be surrounded by are going to come into your life um, when the time is right and they're going to accept you for who you are. I know for me personally in high school, I had a lot of good friends that I kind of connected with and it was easy to connect with them because we had similar interests. So you're going to find those people and then regards to bullying, I would say um, bullying, yeah, it's a terrible thing. It's a thing that happens in high schools, elementary schools. Even there's adults get bullied too. There's harassment and all that. But um, I I feel like you shouldn't, uh, my advice is don't fear the unknown. Um, 
don't fear the unknown. You don't know what's going to happen. Um, but just don't fear the unknown. Just be, be uh, prepared and accepting. And um, I'm going to talk later on on how to deal with bullying when, when if it does happen. But yeah, just be, just be yourself and just go in there open-minded. Um, I think that's the best advice I can give to somebody entering a new grade or even entering a new school. Okay, the next question is. Um, Sorry, I just lost the questions. But oh, here we are. Ah, uh, okay. This is a, a good question. Is how can teachers and school staff create a welcoming environment that discourages bullying and promotes inclusiveness? Or yeah, to include everyone. I'll just keep it simple. There's a where we're in there. I'm not very the best reader sometimes, but. How can teachers uh, create and staff create an inclusive environment is basically what this question is saying. I would say from a personal experience and also this is a really good opportunity for me because I can tell, tell personal experiences and stories. But I think um, one of the biggest things I did not like about school and I think that teachers and staff can make it more of an inclusive environment I didn't have this problem so much in um, in like other subjects like science or anything like that or math, but mainly in physical education and gym class. Um, when you let your students pick the teams, when you let the students pick the teams, um, when you let the students pick the teams, you're really just allowing them to choose their friends. So my biggest advice for teachers, especially in the gym setting, this could relate to other classes too, but I think to, for inclusiveness, maybe pair up the teams more fairly. I mean, um, separate the, the good hockey players, for example, if you're playing floor hockey. But also, I would say, allowing... Um, pairing up students into teams that normally wouldn't be in a team, I think is a great, is a great opportunity for inclusiveness. You're, and, and they're not going to feel so much like, oh, the people who are not as good at sports are going to be on one team, and the people who are really good at sports are going to be on another team. That's not inclusiveness. That's not, being, that's not including everyone equally. Um, I think if you not letting the lighting students pick their teams is great, but I think a lot of the time they just pick their friends. Or I've had the experience where people will, will play floor hockey and it'll be the hockey students picking their friends first, which I don't think is very inclusiveness. I do like random teams because it feels like everyone's included. It feels like there's no, no teams better than the other, um, but that is just my opinion on it. And yeah, so that's just one thing I would have to say about being inclusive a little bit more in a school environment. All right, next question or part of the discussion. Oh, this one is for any parents out there. Are there any specific signs parents should watch for if their child is being bullied? 
at the beginning of a new school year. Yes, I think there are some signs that parents, if you're a parent watching this, um, or if you are a kid watching this, I feel free to send this to your parents because there is some, some things in here. And also, like I said, I don't know if I said in the beginning, but I'm gonna say it now, I'm gonna have timestamps of when I talk about certain things, and this will definitely be on there, so you can, you can definitely see when I talk about this at whatever, nine minutes, or whatever it is. Actually, I don't know if I'm gonna do timestamps. Maybe, I'll see, but I'm gonna try to make it easier for you, but we'll see, because these are gonna be long episodes. But anyways, um, yeah, so signs that parents can watch for for their child being bullied at the beginning of a new school year. I, I'm thinking just signs of a, of, of a child being bullied at any point um, of a school year. Um, you can watch for body language, for example. I feel that um, me, um, are, are they coming home happy? Um, when you ask them how their day is, sometimes them just saying fine and they rush up to the room could even be a sign. I think um, important for parents to dive down deeper and talk to their kids about it because and make sure everything's all right. I think those dinner conversations are great because you can definitely help them out and figure out if there is something. Maybe there's nothing, but there are little signs I feel you can watch for, like body language their mood. I feel like if their mood's changing a lot, a lot of that can be because of another source, like bullying, for example, that um, that could be a nice source. So I think that looking out for their moods and also talking to them, asking them about their day is a great opportunity and the kids, the child will feel, sometimes um, I felt like I'll feel more uh, obligated, or not obligated, but more comfortable talking about it if it seems like they're interested in it. So yeah, watch for those body languages, I would say. I mean, I'm no expert on this, but this is just what I personally think, so. Um. Yeah, um, the next one is um, how can schools work with parents to ensure smooth transitions for students starting a new grade and minimize the risk of bullying? I think being involved. Um, being involved. Um, discussing challenges if your kid, child for example had any bullying in the past going to the parent teacher conference could be very good because you can discuss and bring up issues with the teacher that maybe things that you could watch out for um, I think is a great way to kind of make the more of a smooth transition because they'll be more prepared and they'll be more um, ready for the unexpected uh, the unexpected to happen or whatever is going to happen so I found another question here. I just restart the camera when I kind of have adult moments so we don't run out of time. But this question says, that's a great question. Uh, we talked a bit about bullying, signs that parents can look for. Um, but now I'm gonna be talking about joining high school. I think this is gonna be a big topic for a lot of people that could click on this podcast is about joining high school. And what advice 
would you have to high school students looking to make the most of their experience? Um, I would say something personally that I wish I would have done joining high school off the bat is would be to get involved in more clubs and extracurricular activities because the more activities you do, the more have a chance that you're going to make some friends and I wish I would have done that if I could go back in time That is one of the things I would love to do the most is go back in time and join more of those clubs and more of those extra extracurricular activities um, Other than that is like I said earlier be yourself when you're entering high school for the first time feel free just to be yourself and um, The friends will come the friends you need will come um Another thing is, uh, this is another one, is uh, another thing about um, entering high school, other than just being yourself, is um, it's, don't forget when you're going into high school, don't forget all other grade eights or nines, depending if you have middle school and where you're from or not, it's either gonna be entering grade eight or nine, or maybe, I don't know, maybe you did homeschool or something weird and you're coming later, whatever it is. For grade eight and nines, depending on where area you're at, for me it was grade eight. So I'm just gonna say for all the grade eights out there, going into high school, if that's how you do it, or grade nines, just remember, everyone else in your grade, it's their first day as well. So that awkwardness is normal, it's, your, it's their first day as well, and everyone's trying to make friends. So I suggest off the bat start talking to your classmates, the people you sit beside. Um, like I said in the first podcast, find that lone wolf. Find that person. Maybe if you see someone around the high school on your lunch break and they don't seem to have anyone, talk to them. That might be the person that needs a friend and if you're the person that needs a friend, connections are made. Connections can be made just that way, which I love. I think that's so cool to help each other and to be able to um, make friends that way, which is really cool. Um, anyways, that's uh, about making friends in high school and having the best high school experience and that's my advice. Now we're gonna get back into, I'm gonna kind of bounce in between bullying and uh, high school stories and all that because this, they all kind of flow together really well, which I like. Um, how can a student deal with bullying or difficult situations they may encounter in high school? Well, whew, bullying, I'm not gonna go into the details of the type of bullying I received. Well, at least not the, not the inappropriate bullying because Obviously, I like to keep this a little bit more family friendly, but we are I'm going to talk about uh, My experience with bullying that I think goes hand in hand with this question because it says how can a student deal with bullying in difficult situations? Um, but I'm gonna answer the question first before I get into any sort of stories, but I, I feel like a, a student in high school or elementary school or even, I don't know if there's much bullying. I don't think there's that much bullying in university, obviously, because people have matured a little more. But um, I would say in high school, definitely, and elementary school, but mainly high school students, um, 
are not as good at doing this as elementary school students is uh, speaking up, talking to teachers, talking to your parents, letting know, let know, letting people you trust know about the situations, the teachers, the principal. You're not the bad person. If you go up to them telling, um, talking about, you're not a snitch, okay? Let's get that out of our vocabulary. Snitches don't get stitches. That's right. Snitches don't get stitches. Um, you're really helping yourself and helping others from being um, bullied because the way you're helping others is because they're going to be more aware of it. And it's going to be a very peaceful conversation. Go up to them and be like, this is what's bothering me. Um, you know, so-and-so, same mean things. You can always go up to your guidance counselor. Um, you know, and um, yeah, just just be dumb about it. They're not going to get mad at you for it. I mean, and don't be afraid of any punishments from the bullies because, you know, the teachers and staff and your parents and whoever is going to help help you deal with that too. So, um, yes, my biggest advice is don't be afraid to speak up if you're being bullied. Just don't be afraid. And also, things will get better. It never rains forever. It never, ever it never rains forever. Keep that in mind. Okay. Um, whew, here's a good question. Um, what are some effect? Oh, and also these are in no particular order. I'm kind of just discussing. This is kind of my mindset and the way I like to focus on things is if I have something that grasps my interest, for example, I'm going to talk about it. Um, yeah. So, but what are some effects? Effective strategies for overcoming first day jitters and starting a new grade. Actually, I don't think I'm going to answer that question because I think we've already kind of discussed that earlier. But um, here we are. Can you share some stories or examples of students who have successfully navigated through high school and bullying? Yes, I can because I am a student that has successfully navigated through high school and I've gone through high school bullying. I've gone through it all. So I am a great source actually. Um, have you ever heard the saying, experience is the best teacher and I'm gonna be sharing my experience with you because I'm your teacher today. So classes in sessions, <laughs> just a little joke there, but I just like to be myself on the podcast. So story time. All right, bullying. My experience with bullying is very interesting. I mean, what what I mean, what experience with bullying isn't interesting? I feel that we we a lot of people get bullied at least once in their life actually for fun. I'm just going to look up before I get in the story um how many people get bullied in in their high school career or just in general. Um, facts about bullying. Um, I'm trying to find a statistic here. Um, but okay, in the US, 
One in five students between ages and 12 and 18 has been bullied during the school year. So it affects a lot of people. So um, getting into my personal experiences from it, and it's not easy. It's something that is very difficult to deal with. Uh, but like I said earlier, not being afraid to speak up is very important. So anyways, I'm going to get into, now get into kind of story time. So I, uh, in high school, I was bullied, um, mainly because I like to do things like this. I necessarily wasn't doing a podcast, but I was doing YouTube videos. I was making rap music, and I was doing things that I really enjoyed doing. And I, I did get like a huge traction. It's not like I'm one of those stars or, you know, people in high school that just goes off the rails on like TikTok or something. But um, people were kind of making fun of me for the things I like to do. And I kind of realized at the end of the day, they may maybe just were a little bit jealous that, hey, I'm kind of figuring something out for myself and um, that... I'm starting to gain a little bit of traction on here. I mean, not a ton, but I feel like if it, you're doing something that they wish they were doing, sometimes um, can cause them, for me, that's what was causing the bullying was I feel like they were a little bit jealous in a way just because I was doing something that they wanted to do, but they just didn't know how to. I mean, I'm sure they knew they could do it, but I just feel like, anyways, yeah, so I just got picked on a lot of just um, because of the things I was interested in. Um, but that's just my personal experience with it. Um, uh, where was the question? I'm trying to find the question again. Oh yeah, so yeah, so share examples of uh, who excessively navigate high school and bullying. So yeah, so how did I deal with that? Well, when they were bullying, like I said earlier, I spoke up about it. I um, I mentioned to teachers, I mentioned to my parents what was going on in the school, and we resolved it peacefully, calmly. I did get a lot of hatred from their friends saying, "Why did you tell on so and so?" But I, I just ignored that kind of comment because I knew deep down that I'm doing the right thing. Remember, when you tell, you're doing the right thing. Like I said earlier, snitches do not get stitches. Um, you're doing the right thing. So, and then regards to me um, successfully navigating through high school and with the bullying, I just, I was just being myself. The biggest advice I could say to people anywhere, work, high school, anywhere, is be yourself. Um, don't be afraid to be yourself. That's what I was doing. I was making videos. I was doing the things I wanted to do. I was just being myself. And that was just so important for me to be able to continue. And I'm still doing it. I'm 21 now. Um, I've been making YouTube videos for over 10 years. I started I posted, uh, when I was a younger, like around five years old, I was making videos with my brother for YouTube, did that for a few years, then just kind of stopped. But then when I, got back in, when I got into high school, I started doing YouTube again. And 2025 will be the 10 year mark of my main channel, Logan D, so, which is really cool. But yeah, so, but in total, if you count the older videos when I was younger, I've been doing it for over 10 years. And 
Um, yeah, I've been doing, <laughs> it's crazy to think, I'm only 21, but I've been doing YouTube for half my life. So, um, I think a little more than, yeah, almost <laughs> more than half my life. So, anyways, um, navigating through the challenges of high school, um, biggest advice, not just for bullying, but also for getting help when needed is if you need help with your schoolwork, for example, I think that getting help from teachers and at least at my high school, we have a thing called connections. So on Wednesdays, we would, we'd be able to get off early. Like we usually got off at three and then on Wednesdays we got off at two, but you could choose to stay till three and have that hour to kind of go in the library, do your homework if you need to. Teachers are there, so you are obviously teachers are still there. You can go to their classroom, talk to them about assignments. You can get help on things you might not understand. I think that's gonna make your experience a lot better. I did that a few times. I felt it really helped me. Even though my friends were going off and having fun out too, I got off early, I was saying, you know what, I just wanna Maybe, maybe you want to improve your grade a little bit, you know, sometimes parents are on you about grades. My parents personally weren't that much, but they just knew that school was not really, uh, what I was learning at school wasn't really gearing towards me what I want to do career. Obviously, as you're seeing, this is what I want to do. I want to do videos. I want to be a videographer. Um, I hope to talk about that even in another episode if you're interested, but anyways, I'm just kind of ranting and rambling right now. Okay, so next question is, are there uh, specific clubs, activities, or groups that students can join to ease their transition into a new environment? I would just say basically any club. Like I said earlier, any club can help you um, transition, um, can help you transition more into high school. Um, yeah, just any just really any way of, um, any club can really help you transition into high school easier. It can make the experience a lot more fun. It can just really um, help you a lot with um, just making friends. Um, like I said earlier, I kicked myself for not doing it. For me personally, the ones I did do, had a lot of fun. I may, maybe didn't make many friends from there, but I, um, I did do, um, I did do yearbook. So for a year, I only did that for one year. I wish I would have done it longer because I like photography, but I did yearbook. Yearbook's a great one for making new friends and uh, making your experience a little more enjoyable. I did floor hockey, intramural floor hockey. So we would play floor hockey in the gym at lunch, which is super fun. I enjoyed doing that. Got to play against my friends and, um, it was just really, really cool. And that was very big on my school. Floor hockey was big. There was a draft, everything. Some of those curricular, extracurricular activities are good. Uh, sports, if you like sports, try out the sports teams. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of clubs you can join. Just see what your school has to offer, I would say, for, uh, for, for joining clubs and to help you make your experience better as well. Um, yeah, so that was, uh, yeah, so. Um, 
Ooh, this is a good question. Um, tips, tips, and I, I was gonna say tips and tricks, but tips on building a positive relationship with classmates, teachers to create. Uh, sorry, tips to build a positive relationship with classmates and teachers to create a more a more supportive school experience. Yeah, um, let's start with teachers. Like I said earlier, asking for help when you need it is super important. I'd also say for friends, I would say that your classmates, um, making sure that you're on the same page when it comes to projects um, and um, even arranging to hang out after school if you need to, to do a project. A lot of people don't do that. And I didn't do that enough, but I feel like that would just help you a lot if you just arrange. Not that I say after school, but I would say maybe like I said, at my school, we had connections. So if your school has something like that, that's a perfect opportunity for you to, um, to work on a project together is on the day when you have the chance, do it. Go to the library, lunch. Even if it's only for like a little bit of your lunch, you don't have to spend your whole lunch there, but I feel like if you're working on projects, getting ahead of the game, um, and building a positive relationship with them by doing projects with them is you're also going to talk to them more. So I felt like I made some friends that way just by doing projects with school projects with them, hanging, not necessarily hanging out with them, but talking to them, laughing with them, telling stories while we're still working on a project, which is really fun. Um, Okay, um, another question is um, what kind of resources uh, would I recommend to high school students who are seeking guidance from personal growth and ha handling challenge situations? Well, we live in the day and era of the internet, which there's lots of stuff on the internet. You can just simply Google um, the situation you're going through and there's gonna be a lot of advice on there. I found that, I don't have anything really in particular, but I found just how looking it up and, um, and learning. I feel like if you read stuff online or watch YouTube videos of people's other experiences, kind of like what I'm doing here, that's gonna help you out a ton just with, um, just with everything, just with everything in general that you need to be successful. Um, but, so, so yeah, so I'm just making sure I talked about everything before I end the podcast. I talked about high school bullying. We 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 discussed a lot in today's episode. It's gonna be hard to summarize that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We're summarize it, but it, it, it is super fun filming this, and I'm having very fun on my first ever solo episode. So thank you so much for tuning in, listening, watching. Um, but I think. I'm going to end it here, so if you guys did like it, please leave that blue thumbs up, subscribe down below for more content, turn on bell notifications so you don't miss a podcast from me, and I will see you in the next one. Peace.